Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Coffee Break German Season 2, Episode 30. Hallo und herzlich willkommen zu Coffee Break German. Ich bin Marc. Und ich bin Andrea. Und wir sind sehr froh, hier zu sein. Ja, genau. Once more for another episode of Coffee Break German. This is lesson 30 and we are doing something of a review. A review of what we've been learning in the past nine lessons from 21 up to 29. And I don't know about you, but I think this is some really tricky but really interesting stuff. Yes, it's it's been um, quite, quite a journey. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, wie geht's dir, Andrea? Mir geht es super und dir? Ja, nicht so schlecht. Mein Kopf tut mir nicht so weh. Aha, das ist gut. I think the Wechselpräpositionen last week gave me a little bit of a sore head to work them all out. But uh, I'm sure you remember them all today. I will be testing you. I look forward to that. As we've explained, this lesson is a review and we're going to be covering quickly all the topics that we've already covered yes. between lessons 21 to 29 with some further examples, I assume. Yes. Good. Okay, let's get started then. Bist du bereit? Ich bin bereit. Los geht's. Ja, Marc, heute müssen wir mal alles wiederholen, was wir in den letzten Lektionen lernen durften. Unsere Zuhörer und Zuhörerinnen mussten sich ja richtig anstrengen. Wir haben viele Themen angeschaut. Uh, okay, just hold it there. Can you go through that again and I'll just make sure I've understood all of this. Heute müssten wir mal alles wiederholen, was wir in den letzten Lektionen lernen durften. So, um, today we've got to once again repeat everything um, that we have in the last lessons been able to learn. Or, or yeah, been, um, yes, been able to learn. It, it, the literal translation would be been allowed to learn. And that for us in, in a German speaker, that, that's, a, that's how we would see this. Yes. Okay, okay. Okay, go on to the next part. Unsere Zuhörer und Zuhörerinnen mussten sich ja richtig anstrengen. Anstrengen ist... Uh, to make an effort. Ah, right. Okay, and so there we've got a, a reflexive verb. I see what you're doing here. You've got lots of, of, of different things we've covered. We've, we've talked about modals there. Yeah. Um, so our listeners uh, really need to make an effort. Had to make an effort. Oh, had to make, mussten, of course. Yeah. yeah. In the past, 20, uh -huh, in the past uh -huh. nine lessons. Wir haben viele Themen angeschaut. Right, so we've looked at lots of different topics and there we've got a, a perfect tense. Yes, so do you remember the topics? Uh, some of them. I give you... Give uh, us a, a, a review. Okay. Auf Deutsch. Na, Auf Deutsch, natürlich. Modalverben in der Vergangenheit. So modal verbs in the past. Nebensätze mit als. Uh, Nebensätze are um, subordinate, subordinate clauses with als, okay. Possessivpronomen. Possessive pronouns. Vokabular für Familienmitglieder. Uh, so is that um, 
the vocabulary for the, or the words for family members? Yes. Reflexive verben in presence und in perfect. Reflexive verbs in the present and the perfect. Die Reihenfolge der Adverbien in der Verbklammer. Is the Reihenfolge word order? Yeah. Okay, so the word order uh, of adverbs in the Verbklammer. Yeah, the, I think this was your uh, favorite topic. Yeah, yes. undoubtedly. <laughs> sollen und sollte. So the two words sollen mm -hmm. and sollte used differently. Relativsätze und zu guter Letzt die Wechselpräpositionen. So we had relative clauses uh -huh. and then, what did you say? Zu, zu guter Letzt. Last uh, but not least. Ah, that's nice. Zu guter Letzt. What does Letzt mean? Uh, at the end. At the end. Okay, so as the good ending or yes. something like that. Yes. Uh, die Wechselpräpositionen. So these prepositions which sometimes take the dative and sometimes take yes. the accusative. Mm -hmm. Right. So, Andrea, I assume that we're now going to go back through and give a quick review yes, of exactly. these different topics. So let's go back and start with modal verbs, I think. Yes. So we looked at modal verbs in the past. And the modal verbs uh, are müssen, dürfen, uh, können, to describe rules and regulations. Um, and we used them in the past. Okay. And uh, in order to do this, we used subordinate clauses starting with als. So als is a word that is when, but in the but past. But in the past, yep, mm -hmm. I remember that. So when I was younger or when, when I was now. 17 and yes, so on. Yes, and we use als for mm -hmm. when. Uh, and also we used some adverbs of time, such as früher, yeah. in, the past, in the past, vor zehn Jahren, ten years ago, im 19. Jahrhundert, in the 19th, 19th century. century, and okay. so on. Okay, what about giving us a couple of examples? Genau. Als ich zehn war, musste ich täglich Hausaufgaben machen. So when I was ten, I had to do homework every day. Ja, genau, super. Okay. Vor tausend Jahren konnten die Leute nicht fernsehen. So we have to be careful with that one because for, we immediately think of for, for a thousand years, but it's not a thousand years, it's a thousand years ago. Genau. So a thousand years ago, uh, people couldn't watch television. Genau. Okay. Now I have a few questions for you, Mark. Bitte schön. Konntest du schon gut Klavier spielen, als du ein Kind warst? Also... Als ich vielleicht zehn oder zwölf war, äh, konnte ich schon gut Klavier spielen. Super. Mussten die Schüler vor 20 Jahren in Schottland eine Uniform tragen? Okay, äh, vor 20 Jahren äh, die Schüler. No, vor 20 Jahren müssten, mussten. mussten die Schüler eine Uniform tragen. Ah. Oder in Schottland, ja. Ja, in okay. Schottland, in der Schweiz nicht. Okay, okay. Was konntest du früher gut, aber jetzt nicht mehr so gut? Äh, okay, also ich konnte äh, Portugiesisch, Portugiesisch? Portugiesisch sprechen. Ah, früher konnte ich äh, Portu Portugiesisch sprechen. sprechen. Aber jetzt kann ich nicht mehr. Ah, jetzt nicht mehr. Hm, schade. Ja, das ist schade. Ich, ich muss äh, mein Portugiesisch üben. 
Du brauchst Coffee Break Portugiesisch. Vielleicht, vielleicht ja? ein Tag, ja. Okay, so that was our modal verbs. Let's move on to another topic. Genau, so äh, die possessive Pronomen und äh, Familienmitglieder. So, so possessive pronouns and family members. Okay, and we're also thinking about the different cases that, that yes. these are in. Yes, so we looked at uh, what we call relatives, which are not... Um, Siblings or parents, because we know what we, more, the words for siblings and parents. Yeah. Uh, and I will now describe my family uh, for a bit of a review. Okay. And perhaps if you can do this in, in quite quick German, yeah. and then we can go through Super. the sentences mm -hmm. in, in more detail. Meine Eltern heißen Hans und Anneliese. Sie wohnen in der Schweiz. Mein Bruder heißt Stefan. Er ist verheiratet mit Paulina, meiner Schwägerin. Da ich keine weiteren Geschwister habe, habe ich keinen Schwager. Aber mein Mann hat einen Schwager, den Bruder seiner Frau. Seine Eltern, also meine Schwiegereltern, wohnen in Schottland. Er und ich haben beide keine Großeltern, dafür einige Tanten und Onkel und natürlich Cousinen und Cousins. Ich bin selbst Tante und habe einen Neffen und zwei Nichten. Mein Mann ist ihr Onkel. Lots of information there about your mm -hmm. family. Um, shall we go through this quickly and I'll try to translate ja. it? Ja. So, meine Eltern heißen Hans und Anneliese. So your parents are called Hans and Anneliese. Sie wohnen in der Schweiz. They live in Switzerland. Mein Bruder heißt Stefan. My brother is called Stefan. Er ist verheiratet mit Paulina. So he is married to Paulina. Meiner Schwägerin. So she is your sister-in-law. Mm -hmm. Da ich keine weiteren Geschwister habe, habe ich keinen Schwager. So since you have no other uh, brothers and sisters, mm -hmm. you don't have uh, other in-laws. A brother-in-law. A brother-in-law. Schwager right. is okay. a brother-in-law. Of course, yeah. Aber mein Mann hat einen Schwager. But your, your husband has a brother-in-law. Den Bruder seiner Frau. The brother of his wow. wife. That would be me. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting complicated. Yeah, this. yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> so, um, so mein Bruder ist sein Schwager. Huh? So, yeah. my brother is his brother. Seine Eltern, also meine Schwiegereltern, wohnen in Schottland. So, his parents, um, which are your uh, in-laws, yeah. live in Scotland. Er und ich haben beide keine Großeltern. Uh, he and I have both no grandparents. Dafür einige Tanten und Onkel und natürlich Cousinen und Cousins. The dafür bit there? Uh, instead. Instead, okay. Instead you have some aunts and uncles and naturally some uh, male and female cousins. Genau. Ich bin selbst Tante und habe einen Neffen und zwei Nichten. So you're um, uh, an aunt yourself. Mm -hmm. And you have a nephew and two nieces. Yeah. Mein Mann ist ihr Onkel. So your husband is their uncle. Genau. Sehr okay. gut. Lots of, of vocabulary there. Good to practice it. And again, it's quite tricky with all the, the different uh, agreements of the, the possessive pronouns. Yes. Or the possessive adjectives there. Yes. Shall we quickly look at uh, these possessive pronouns or adjectives? People use both expressions to okay. describe them. Let's have a look then. So we have mein, meine. My, dein, deine, your, sein, seine, his, 
Ihr, ihre. Her. Unser, unsere. Our. Euer, eure. Check you want to see. Uh, your, plural. Ja. Ihr, ihre. Their. Und ihr, ihre. That's for the capitals, yeah? Yes. So that's your uh, formal. Genau. Okay. And of course, all these uh, pronouns follow declination rules of the articles when we use accusative or dative. So okay. I'll give you an example. Ich habe meinem Onkel ein Buch gegeben. So I gave a book to my uncle. Genau, so it's a nice dative. Er hat es gelesen und dann an seinen Sohn weitergegeben. So he read it and then gave it to his son. Genau, good. sehr gut. Okay, right, I think that's enough for the, the possessive pronouns and the possessive adjectives and, and family members. Let's move on to the next topic, which I think was reflexive verbs. Genau. So we have found out that some verbs in German are reflexive, like sich waschen, sich rasieren. So to wash oneself, mm -hmm. to shave oneself. Yep, okay. And that seems quite logical, no? But there are some uh, reflexive verbs where it makes no sense really that they are reflexive. Yeah. Uh, for example, sich erinnern. To remember. Mm -hmm. Sich beeilen. I have forgotten that one. To hurry up. Ah, okay, yep. Sich entschuldigen. That's to say sorry, to apologize. Sich freuen. That's when you're looking forward to something. Genau. So when we, so these are reflexive and we just need to know that they are. We can look them up in the dictionary. Okay. Could we perhaps conjugate one of them just yes, to, to sure. remind us how the reflexive uh, pronouns go? Let's use sich erinnern. Okay, can I try this? Mm -hmm. Ich erinnere mich. Mm -hmm. Du erinnerst dich. Super. Er erinnert sich. Ja. Sie erinnert sich. Ja. Wir erinnern. Or erinnern. Erinnern uns. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ihr erinnert euch. Ja, genau. And then sie erinnern sich. Genau, sehr gut. So with that one, you, you drop the en at the end. It's, it's just yes, n. Yes, So sie erinnern and erinnern. wir erinnern. Ja, nicht okay. erinnern, sondern erinnern. Erinnern. It's, difficult uh, it's to very say. difficult to say. Erinnern. Erinnern. So it's best if you don't really pronounce the r at the end. You, you just make a n sound. Mm. So erinnern. Erinnern. Yeah, okay. good. Right, so an example perhaps. Ich erinnere mich sehr gut an die Feier letztes Jahr und freue mich auf die diesjährige Feier. The fire, um, the It's festival, the party, party. party okay, right. celebration. So I remember very well last year's party and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, this year's party. Genau, sehr gut. What's the word that you use for this year? Diesjährig. So, so is that like an adjective for this yes, year? Yes, and because it's die Feier, it's diesjährige. Okay, right. Mm -hmm. Can I just remind myself of one thing? Sich, uh, sich freuen an something. Is there some situation when, you're, when you use sich freuen with a different preposition yes. and it means something different? So we have in our sentence here, we said, uh, ich freue mich auf die diesjährige Feier. So uh, sich freuen auf is to look forward to. Yep. Sich freuen Über, Über that's is the one. to be happy about something. Yes, I remember now. Okay. I have an example. Okay. Karin freut sich über ihre gute Mathe-Note. So she's not looking forward to her good marks. She's looking, uh, she's happy about Yes, she's the fact already that she's received got... a good mark and she's happy about it. 
Okay, let's do some practice of this. Yes, so I have some questions for you. Okay. Mark, freust du dich auf die Sommerferien? Ja, ich freue mich auf die Sommerferien. Worauf freust du dich besonders? Worauf? So, um, we have our verb, uh, to mm. look forward to. Yep. Ja, sich freuen auf. And worauf is my question. So, to what do you look forward to? Right. So, could I just say, um, ich freue mich auf die Sonne? Ja, sehr gut. Okay, Super. I'm looking forward to the sunshine. Yes, genau. So, if we look at worauf, the wo signifies that we ask a question. Mm -hmm. yeah, we have, ich freue mich auf, worauf freust du dich? Right, so it's What? nothing to do with where. No, such. Yeah, that's, no, that's it's, it might be confusing. The wo is actually what. Right, okay. Yeah? okay. <laughs> so it confuses even more. Yeah, yeah. so, uh, but we can use it with other prepositions right. too. If we look at sich freuen über. Yep, then worüber. worüber. Yeah. Du dich. So, um, what are you happy about? Yeah, genau. Okay. And if, um, so Karin would answer, for example, über meine gute Mathe-Note. So, she's happy about her uh, good maths results. Genau. And if we look at in, we would ask, worin? Worin? Yeah, worin. So, give us an example of that. Worin kochst du Spaghetti? Ah, so in what do yeah. you cook spaghetti? Mm -hmm. Um, in salt water, in yeah, salted water. Yeah, genau, in Salzwasser. Okay, right. And if we have an, woran erinnerst du dich gern? So, uh, kind of about what do you remember uh, happily? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so that's sich erinnern an yeah. etwas. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, could you say, ich erinnere mich an meine Jugend? Ja, ich erinnere mich gern Gerne. an meine Jugend. So I enjoy remembering back yes. to my childhood. Yes. And then we have für. Wofür interessierst du dich? So is the expression interessieren sich für etwas? Ja, genau. So I'm interested in something. Mm -hmm. So what are you interested in? Ja. Für Geografie. Okay, so for, for in, in geography. Ja, okay. genau. Each, each time you're saying wo, but there's an R in some of these. Yes, this is purely cosmetic because otherwise it would be wo an, wo in, and that sounds right. really odd for us. So we call a letter like this uh, a fugen, whatever letter it is, fugen R. And the fugen is the place where your tiles in the bathroom come together. Okay. And you, and you put something in the middle. Right. You, you put this paste in the middle between your tiles so they come together. Is that grout? Yeah, genau, genau. So your R here is a grouting R. Yeah. I love it. So is that, well, why don't we do it with wofür? Because für has, starts with the consonant. Of course. And we don't need it. Okay. Wofür already sounds good enough for us. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, we've covered a number of things that we've looked at between lessons 21 and 29. I think we're going to take a short break just now and then afterwards we'll look at tecamolo, we'll look at relative clauses and we'll look at the Wechselpräpositionen. Ja, genau, Mark. Aber vergiss nicht, wir müssen noch zu Julia schalten. That's quite right. We still need to speak to Julia. Julia's here for our final cultural correspondence section for Coffee Break German Season 2. We'll explain why at the end of this lesson. But Julia's coming up after the break. <music> 
Here at Coffee Break German, we want to help you turn your downtime into do time. Brauchst du mehr Übung? Join us on Facebook three times a week and put your German to work with our language challenges and cultural insights. As they say, practice makes perfect. Oder auf Deutsch, Übung macht den Meister. Head over to facebook.com slash coffeebreakgerman. Wir sehen uns hoffentlich bald. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to Coffee Break German and today we're taking a run through all of the topics that we've covered between lessons 21 and 29. However, we're also speaking to Julia. Julia, bist du da? Hallo ihr alle. Let's start with a little quiz today. Can you guess what the following names mean? Schneewittchen, Rotkäppchen, Dornröschen. Hmm, well, maybe when I say Rumpelstilzchen or Hänsel und Gretel, that gets a bit easier. Richtig, today I would like to tell you about fairy tales and the Brothers Grimm. Did you know that the famous collectors of folk stories, the two brothers Jakob and Wilhelm Grimm, were German? They lived at the end of the 18th and beginning of the 19th century and became famous all over the world for their storybooks. Even though they themselves didn't invent stories such as Cinderella, Aschenputtel or Snow White, Schneewittchen, they collected these German folk tales from people in their area in central Germany and were the first to write them down and publish them. Of course, they included their own specific way of writing, such as the commonly used Es war einmal, literally, there was one time, better known as once upon a time. Unlike today, fairy tales weren't meant just for children, even though the first volumes were called children's tales. Back in 1812, when they were first published, people criticized them as they didn't regard them as suitable for children. So the two publishers changed the stories through the different editions. For example, they turned the wicked mother of the first edition in Snow White and Hansel and Gretel to a stepmother. Well, if you ask me, that doesn't seem to change a lot. And I still find the stories very scary for kids. Just think of a little girl being eaten by a wolf or two children being kidnapped by a cannibalistic witch. However, when we look at the vast number of Grimm's stories, there are more than 200, we might forget the fact that we have much more to be thankful for when it comes to the two brothers. 
Jakob and Wilhelm were not only interested in the old folk stories, but the German language itself. With their research about old Germanic languages, they founded the scientific field of Germanistic, German studies, and shaped studies of other languages as well. Jakob Grimm published a book that is still of high significance even today, Die Deutsche Grammatik, the German grammar, dealing with the rules but also the history and development of the German language. Together the brothers also published the Deutsches Wörterbuch, the German dictionary. I think these two historical German figures so important to the German language are the perfect way to end our cultural correspondence segments for this season. What do you think, Mark and Andrea? Yeah, da stimme ich zu. I totally agree. The Grimms have made a massive contribution, not only to my childhood with their stories, but also to my professional life with their Wörterbuch and essays on German language. Absolutely. Now, as we said, this is Julia's final contribution as our cultural correspondent for this season of Coffee Break German. Oh, schade. I know. Es hat mir wirklich sehr viel Spaß gemacht. Ja, Marc, mir auch. Die zweite Staffel von Coffee Break German hat mir sehr viel Spaß gemacht. I hope that our listeners have enjoyed the different cultural segments and now they really have no excuse when it comes to knowing what to see, read, drink and eat when in a German-speaking country. I'm looking forward to being involved in more Coffee Break German projects in the future. Wir hören uns hoffentlich bald. Tschüss! And the good news is that I am heading over to Berlin in a couple of weeks' time to work on a new project with Julia. Und ich freue mich sehr darüber. Ja, sehr gut. Und du freust dich auch sehr darauf. Darauf, ja. ja? Worauf freust du dich? Ja, yeah, it's both. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy about it and, and I look forward, forward to it. forward to it. Okay, fantastic. Now, uh, I think we should get back to our list of topics here. Yes. And we promised that we'd look next at Tecamolo. Yeah, which so, I know is your favorite, favorite topic. Absolutely. So what, first of all, does Tecamolo stand for? So Tecamolo uh, describes our word order of yep. adverbs in the verb clamor. And te is for, for tempo's time. So it answers the question, when. when. Yep. Whereas ka answers the question, Why? And it would stay, stay, stand for cause. cause yeah? mm -hmm. Mo would be mode, modus, and answers the question how. And lo for location answers the question where. So as long as we are answering those questions in that order, even if they don't all appear in the sentence, yes. then we will have the correct order of our adverbs or adverbial phrases within our structure. Yes, and I have an example. Bitte schön. Ich gehe morgen aus Langeweile mit dem Fahrrad zur Arbeit. So tomorrow uh, you're going out of boredom with the bicycle to work. Yes. Not a very have... good translation there from me. But... <laughs> but we have all four of Tecamolo in there. You've got time, when, tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Aus Langeweile. Uh, why, yeah. through, through boredom. Out of boredom, yep. yeah. Mit dem Fahrrad. How? Zur Arbeit. Where? To work. Okay. Genau. Super. Let's practice this. So let's practice. And I have uh, sentences mm -hmm. uh, with a gap. Okay. And then I give you adverbs or adverbial expressions, which you can put in the right order into this gap. Okay. So let's hear the, the sentence with the gap first. Franz trinkt mm, tea. Okay. So we're filling the mm -hmm with yeah. some adverbs. Yeah. So, and our adverbs are wegen der Kälte. 
Im Haus, im Winter. Right. So we need to think once again, when, why, how and where in that order. Mm -hmm. So can I do this one? Franz trinkt im Winter, im, nee, wegen der Kälte, im Haus Tee. Yeah, genau. So. Franz trinkt im Winter. When? Wegen der Kälte, why? Why? Im Haus. Where? Where? Tee. So he's drinking tea at home in the winter uh, against the cold. Um, because of the cold. Because of the cold. Wegen. Okay, because of the cold. Right, okay, next one. Okay. Tanja spielt mm, Tennis. And what are the mm's? Im Tennisclub. Jede Woche mit ihrer Mutter. So once again, we're trying to think about the questions, answering when, why, how, and where in that mm -hmm. order. So when, jede Woche. Yeah. Uh, why, we've not got one. Mm -hmm. How, with her mother. Yeah. Where, im Tennis Club. Yeah. So Tanja spielt jede Woche mit ihrer Mutter im Tennis Club Tennis. Yeah, genau, sehr gut, super. Let's do another one. I like these. I now have a different type of exercise. Okay. I will give you a sentence and then I will give you one adverbal expression and I want you to put it into the right place. Right, okay. Let's hear the, the expression. So the expression is zu Fuß. On foot. And the sentence is, trotz des schlechten Wetters gehen wir heute Abend in die Disco. Is that like saying, in spite of yeah. the bad weather, yeah. we're going uh, this evening to the disco and you mm -hmm. need me to put in zu Fuß in there. So that's yeah. our how. Um, so we've got a, a, well, have we got two hows here? What's the trotz dem, uh, des schlechten? Trotz des schlechten Wetters ist K. So that's the reason So it's, we've already this. taken it out of the verb klammer, uh -huh. so you can ignore it. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. So we've got a a time and a place in here. So mm -hmm. we've got a a when and a where. So mm -hmm. we simply need to put in the how before the where. Yeah. So trotz des schlechten Wetters gehen wir heute Abend zu Fuß in die Disco. Sehr gut, super. That first part of the sentence there, Andrea. You said trotz des schlechten Wetters. Yes. There's something funny going on there. It's a genitive. We haven't discussed this okay. uh, in Coffee Break 1 or 2. Okay. Um, but it's something we can look at, at uh, in Coffee in Break date. German <laughs> Three. whenever in the future. <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll, we'll come across that. But it's, it's a little more rare than, than the other uh, cases, I guess. Uh, yes, but it's the uh, mark of a true... A proficient speaker. Oh, right. Something to look forward yes. to then. Okay. Yes. Let's do one more of these where we're trying to put in our, uh, our additional adverb there. Yes. So our additional adverb is mit fünf Minuten Verspätung. Right. And uh, our sentence, um drei Uhr fährt der Zug nach Zürich auf Gleis 2 ab. Right. So at three o'clock, the train to Zürich is leaving from platform two. Yeah. And you need us to put in five minutes late with with a yes. five minute delay. Yes. Right. So we need to think about when, we need to think about uh, why, we need to think about how, and we need to think about where. So 
is the mit fünf Minuten Verspätung uh, how. Ja, genau, sehr gut. Right. So we've got a time when, um drei Uhr, fährt, well, it's, it's out of the verb um clammer, isn't it? Um is out of the verb Yes, Klammer, we don't yeah. need to worry about that one. So der Zug nach Zürich, where, auf Gleis 2, right, so to be put, uh, um drei Uhr fährt der Zug nach Zürich mit fünf Minuten Verspätung auf Gleis 2 ab. Sehr gut, bravo. Oh, okay. Well tricky, done. tricky stuff. Yeah, yeah, but very good. Gemacht. Thank well you. Earlier, when we were talking about what we still had to look at, we kind of forgot to mention sollen and sollten. Can we have a very quick review of this, Andrea? Yes. So, sollen is a modal verb. Mm -hmm. And we use it very often when we report what someone else said. Mm -hmm. uh, what, For example, what we should do. Yeah. Okay. So, for example, the doctor told me I should more eat more vegetables. Mm -hmm. And I tell you about this. Dann sage ich, uh, der Arzt sagt, ich soll mehr Gemüse essen. Right, so that's you being given an instruction by your doctor. Yeah, so the doctor didn't use sollen. Mm -hmm. The doctor said to me, essen Sie mehr Gemüse. Yep. And I report to you, er sagte, ich soll mehr Gemüse essen. Yeah, okay, das stimmt. Yeah. We also use sollen when we report gossip, for example. Mm -hmm. um, Uh, I have an example about a neighbor because okay. it's always good for gossip. Sie soll ein neues Auto gekauft haben. Right. So there you're saying that uh, apparently they've bought a new car. Yes. So I'm not sure if it's true. Uh -huh. um, that's why I use sollen. Okay. Yeah? Sie right. soll ein neues Auto gekauft haben. Okay. But then when we talk about sollten, mm -hmm. that's, that's different, yeah? Yes, that's more for advice. Mm -hmm. um, doctor could, for example, use sollten if it's not an order, but more a sort of an advice. Mm -hmm. Sie sollten mehr Gemüse essen. You really should eat yes. some more vegetables. Yes. And that sollten there, when we conjugate it, we're using, I think you said it's, it's both the the preteritum and the conditional yes, form. Yes, they're both the same. The same. We, we wouldn't be able to distinguish them. And when we use sollen as opposed to sollten, that's just the present tense. Yeah, genau. Okay, there was one other use of sollen in the present that we also mentioned, and that was when we were making a suggestion. Yes. So, for example, sollen wir heute ein Eis essen? Gute Idee. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a good idea. Um, and there we're saying, should we get an ice cream today? Yes. Okay. Good. I think we'll leave Zollen and Zollten. Mm -hmm. There's not too much more to say no. about that. But there is a fair bit to say about relative clauses. Yes, so relative clauses, you have them in English. And uh, they add more information about something you mentioned in your main clause. Okay. For example, ich besuche meinen Bruder, der in Japan wohnt. So I'm visiting my brother who lives in Japan. Yeah. You, you don't know. need the, the, the lives in Japan bit. You can no. simply say you're visiting your brother, but that's giving extra information. Exactly. And the relative clause begins uh, with a pronoun. And the pronoun is one of our articles. Mm -hmm. So der, die, das, or die, plural. Mm -hmm. But obviously, they also exist in different cases. Of course. So in accusative or dative. For example, ich besuche meinen Bruder, den... Ich seit drei Jahren nicht gesehen habe. So I'm visiting my brother 
whom I have not seen for three years. Yes. Because he's, uh, that's the accusative. Because he lives in Japan. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, uh, so that was the accusative. And in the dative, ich besuche meinen Bruder, dem ich gestern eine Nachricht auf dem Handy geschickt habe. Um, so there you're visiting your brother. Um, is that to whom? Yeah. Yesterday I sent a message on my mobile phone. Yeah, genau. Okay. So that, that one there is the dative. And that's uh, dem ich is a, a masculine, so we use dem. Yes. As the relative pronoun. Okay. okay. Shall we make a couple of practice sentences? Yeah, go on. Philip eats the cake he made this morning. So there you've not even put a that or a which in there in English, which is important to remember because mm -hmm. even though it's not there in English, we do need it in German. Yes. So Philip eats the cake that or which he... Mm -hmm which he made this morning. Philip isst den Kuchen, uh, den er heute Morgen gemacht hat. Ja, genau, sehr gut, super. Okay, try another one. Ina buys the jacket she liked so much. And we use gefallen here. Yeah, and that's going to change the, the case, isn't it? Yeah. So Ina kauft die Jacke, die ihr so gefallen hat. Genau, so die Jacke bekommst the uh, subject in the subordinate clause and that's why the sentence is in the nominative. We'll take your word for it. <laughs> you know I'm right. I know you're right. <laughs> okay, and our final topic uh -huh. uh, that we've covered in this batch of lessons, uh, a very interesting batch of lessons indeed, and that was what we did last time and our Wechselpräpositionen. Yes, so we looked at some of the prepositions that tell us about location. And they are in, auf, unter, über, hinter, vor, zwischen, neben und an. And these are the prepositions which can be followed by a dative or an accusative depending on the situation. Is that correct? Yes, exactly. And the rule is if we have um, a, a verb that says that we have a change of location, then we use an accusative with these prepositions. And if we don't have a change of location, then we use the dative with these prepositions. And I need to stress that this is the rule only for these prepositions. Yep. So we, we did mention two, for example, that yep. doesn't fall into these rules. Yes. Okay. We did talk about this in, in quite some detail last time. Mm -hmm. So perhaps just a couple of examples yes. will help. Fritz geht morgen in die Schule. So uh, Fritz is going uh, to school tomorrow. Yeah. Fritz lernt in der Schule viel. Fritz uh, learns a lot in school. So yes. there are the differences. In the first one, he is going to the school, therefore there is change of location involved. Mm -hmm. And therefore in that one, it is the accusative. And in the second example, he is learning in the school. There's no change of location and that's why it's the dative within. Yes, exactly. Okay, we just have time for a couple of translations here. So give us a, a translation from English into German, please, Andrea. Natalie und Rüdiger like swimming in the lake. Right, so they're, they're not swimming from the river into the lake. They're just swimming in the lake. Yes. Therefore, we need to use the dative. Yes. And uh, the dative would be, uh, are we talking about see or me? See. See, yeah. Here, yeah. So Natalie yeah, und... Rüdiger schwimmen gern in dem See. Ja, und in Or dem im, ist im. Im, ja? im, okay. Genau, Natalie und Rüdiger schwimmen gern im See. 
Okay, let's have one more. Doris has put the vase on the table. It looks good on the table. Okay, what's a, a, a vase or a vase? Die vase. Die vase, okay. So that would be Doris had the vase auf den Tisch gestellt. Okay, and it then, looks good on the table. So when something looks good, is it as sieht aus? Yeah, ja, genau, es sieht aus. So uh, in this But case, die vase die, sie. yeah, so die vase, sie sieht gut aus. And when it's sitting on the table, that's where we need a dative. Therefore, mm -hmm. it must be auf dem Tisch. Super, ja. So, Doris hat die Vase auf den Tisch gestellt. Sie sieht gut aus auf dem Tisch. Very good. Well, that is a marathon review of the content of lessons 31, no, 21 to 29. Ja. And that's where we're going to leave this lesson. Now, of course, there's more practice on all of these issues, these topics in our bonus materials. And there is our bonus audio lesson, our notes and our video version for this lesson. And indeed, every other lesson of Coffee Break German, all 30 of them so far for the season. You can find them at coffeebreakgermanplus.com. And let us know what you've enjoyed most about this section of Coffee Break German. We'd love to hear from you. Post a comment on the website Or, of course, you can get in touch with us via social media. Look for Coffee Break German on Facebook. We are at Learn German on Twitter. And you can also follow at Coffee Break Languages on Instagram. Now, we did mention earlier that something's going to be a little bit different for the remaining lessons. There are 10 lessons left of Coffee Break German Season 2. And what we're going to do is come up with a, a bit of a, a story for you because we would like to put all the language that we've learned into practice. So starting from lesson 31, you're going to be enjoying episodes of a, call it a radio play, a story that you're going to follow. And of course, lots of the grammar and lots of the vocabulary and the constructions that we've learned will naturally come up in these episodes. That's going to be in a few weeks time. We're taking a few weeks off to, to try to get it all organized and all put together because there's quite a lot of speakers to bring into it. And I'm sure you'll recognize some of the voices involved in this story. But I think this will be a fantastic way to practice what you've learned so far and also to increase your range of expression and your vocabulary yet further. That's coming up in a few weeks' time on Coffee Break German. For now, vielen Dank. Thank you very much indeed for sticking with us right through to lesson 30 and indeed to minute 41 of this episode. And bis zum nächsten Mal. Bis bald. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 